Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Life Open Boxes. Today's day is March the 10th, 2022. It's actually midnight, so 12.07 a.m. Central Standard Time, where I am. And believe it or not, I just got out of the shower. I got caught up in a book that I was reading. So yeah, ah, ha, ha, you know what I mean? But um, you are here, and I am here, and we are here together. <laughs> So let me start by saying I am about to change my name on this. So I know this is a representation of me. This is a representation of my brand. And Brandy Nicole is mostly my brand where I work and where I have all my social media. But I fucks with the name Mina Bree for some reason. Like that's a name obsession to me. And if I could, I would get it copyrighted. Um for me and I think I could and I think I will but I'm gonna start doing this podcast under Mina Bree B-R-A-E and I'm gonna start all my books that I write from now on are gonna be under that pen name because even though I love my name I'm proud of my name my mom and dad gave me this name sometimes I want to have some fun with some shit so I'm gonna have fun with my name because it's one of the things in my life that I probably will never change besides my last name of course Anyway, so I was in the shower and an episode just came to me. My shower is my think tank. It's like the only time of the day when I'm 100% most of the time when I'm alone. Um, If my hubby's not jumping in there is um, when I think my mind is completely clear. I am just relaxing and all my things are coming to me. I used to joke with one of my cousins because... She stayed in the bathroom all the time, and she said it was like her happy pace. And I didn't understand it at one point. I mean, I don't sit on the toilet all the time. But when I'm in the shower, I am my most relaxed self because I'm not worrying about kids. I'm not worried about work. Even if my work is now coming into my dreams. Like when I work, I'm thinking about talking to the people on the phone that I work with and handling their problems like I do all day. Or if I'm writing, I'm always thinking about my characters, my people in my book. They always come to me. So I don't even have peace in my sleep. I'm worried about my kids. I'm worried about my house. I never have that peace even in my sleep. My mind is constantly going and I think that's the overthinker in me. But anyways, I don't know why when I'm in the shower, I'm at peace. I get my best ideas when I'm in the shower. I write the best things down when I'm in the shower and I felt like I wanted to get this down for you guys so you guys can hear it. So what I was thinking about was healthy competition. Is there a such thing? I'm sure that people will say, yeah, amongst family, things like that, there's happy competition. But in the midst of things, that competition ends up most of the time ultimately turning into envy. If you think about it, you know, They become, oh, you think you better than this when the other one wins at the competition or whatever. So is there a such thing as healthy competition? I think there could be. And it could turn into more of a support thing and not a competitive thing. And I think that healthy competition comes from you wanting to push the other person. Um, That's just my view. I might be wrong, but hey, this is my podcast. So... Um, just like, for example, a friend of mine told me about podcasting. I got the idea from her. She read my books and she told me about her podcast. Shout out to the Raw Report with Princess Blakely. And sorry, I don't remember the rest of her people, but support to all of them. 
Um, and she even tried to hook me up with like the sessions that she had and the things that she did. And she showed me the blueprint and she was like, you know, you can do this. You know, you would fuck this up. And the idea came from her. To me, that's a form of like healthy competition because she don't see me as her competition. She support me as her competition and we use that to feed off each other, if that makes sense. So that is a form of healthy competition. And I think that turns into, um, and it coincides with support because you're supporting that person, but that ultimately if you're in the same um, genre or the same business as them, it become competition. It's like working as a, uh, let me see, name a co- working as a truck driver. And every truck driver that starts off with a small company that I know all wants to be their, their own owner operator. They want their own truck. They want their own brand. They want their own business. Even though they're competing with the company that they just came from, they're using that. Now, well, I guess you can't use that as healthy competition. It is healthy competition. Um, no, nah, I won't use that as healthy. <laughs> I think that analogy is wrong. But the instance with my... Uh, friends in her podcast as with mine we don't compete like our podcasts are the same but they're different and then she it wasn't like hiding what she did she fed off of me and she still support me and mine and I support her and hers so that's a healthy competition because we are competitors we're in the same business but we're not competing each other with each other but competition could be very unhealthy and family it could be very detrimental to relationships because people forget that um, in my opinion they forget that the person that they love and they support even though they're your competition you ride your own lane like okay fucks with me i love to read Anybody that know me knows I love to read. And I said that I think in the first podcast, I can read my ass off. I'm reading a book right now and I'm trying to get to be on the author's um, Facebook page because I'm ready for her next book to, to come out. And as a writer, that doesn't bother me, even though she writes what I write. And a lot of the readers write what I write. I have my own lane and I feel like no one is my competition that feels cocky i know even even that sounds cocky excuse me but i am my only competition i feel like nobody writes like me nobody books are like mine you know when people compare me to people i am honored especially when it's people that i um read people that i look up to like eric jerome dickey or um love Belvin or someone like that. Some people that I look up to, people that I read, or if, no lie, and this might be my own arrogance, but after I wrote my books and they were published, some authors that I read, read, I saw some of my things in their book. And it could be that, hey, it was a Jessica Winkadink. Or it could be that they utilized what they read in my book and switch it around to fit theirs. Like I've never, in my second book, I've never read a book where um, there was a character who eyes change, unless it was like a demon or something like that, but not like a regular guy who eyes change many different shades. In my second book, Carenzo eyes change to match his mood. That was the, I've never, ever, I've been reading since I was a little girl. I've never seen a book with that content. And now I see it in every other book. 
somebody got gray eyes now or they eyes change or they got violent eyes and they're a black man or something like that. It's rare that I've ever seen that analogy. It's always, you know, big butt, small waist, thick thighs, wide hips, or he got muscles, muscles, <laughs> or he got muscles and he's tall, or um, he's got money, or he's, you know, it's all about the designer, and da, 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 da. I intentionally didn't write um, labels overthrown in my book. I describe clothes, yes, you know, they dress, they wore this, they wore that, they match colors, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not a, and I label my cars because I fuck with a Jeep Wrangler. But, uh, and my son is into cars and he was like, ooh, put this car in there, you know. Um, but my book, I utilize my book to promote. And I don't know if a lot of people notice it. I put my nephew, um, Born Hustler, I put his books in there. I put my cousin, I'm going to mention his name because I don't know if I can mention his name. I mean, he's with a label and all that. Well, my little cousin, um, Nardo Wick. I put his stuff in there and one of my books, I represent them to give them that small exposure. Even if it's some, it could be somebody that don't listen to rap that read my books that are saying, mm, let me see these artists and let me, you know, pick them up. And I'm getting all off track, I know. But they are, you know, other authors are my competition, but I support them. Maybe because I don't see them as competition, but they're healthy competition. When I see certain things from certain um, authors or certain books or certain titles like eras and like proofreading eras. It makes me appreciate my editor more. Shout out to Goodreads. It makes me, um, uh, excuse me, appreciate the ability when, when I get tired of writing or when I'm at the end and I'm tired and I'm like, okay, I've been read this book a hundred times. I've been through. It still gives me the um, I could still go to my books and read my books. Like I've read my books after I wrote them, like I wasn't the one that wrote them. And then I'd be like, I wrote this shit. And then if I find errors, I correct them. That's another thing about being um, self-published that I love. Like I have full control of my book. If I want to change a line or something like that, I just go and change it. If I want to change the cover, which I did on one of my books, I can do that. Anything that I want to do, I have complete control. And I love that part of being self-published. The only part that I don't love about being self-published is I'm not really good at promotion. I'm not good at marketing and I know what I have in my books. I know what I have um, in the detail and the structure of it, but I don't like to feel like, and my and princess always tell me, princess is a really good friend of mine. She's the one that helped me with the podcast stuff. She was the one that told me you know, you deserve to push your brand. My family support me, my sister, my mother. They support, I, like I was telling my sister on the, lot, the last episode, Tamara Kaplan. I could be sitting on the toilet with a book in my hand and post that shit and she'll repost it. If nobody else in the world supports me or push me or push my brand, it, my sister does. And she's been like that since we were babies. And no matter what the what she got going on, she shows that support for every fucking body. So, um, way off topic. But any, anyway, other writers are a form of healthy competition, even though I don't see them as competition. Some people read just to read. They like the shit that they publish. They like the things that, you know, they don't pay attention to. They don't get lost. And, you know, sentences being um, 
wrong or, you know, dates being mixed up or like in one paragraph, they say somebody's five and the next paragraph, they 10. Shit like that irks me because I feel like as a writer, they're not taking, um, pride in their work. And I usually don't say anything. I just don't finish the book, but I wish we did better in that, but it is what it is. But back to healthy competition. I believe that it is a certain thing as, you know, it's not an anomaly. It can be done and it can be, but we all have to look at it as healthy competition. It's something that pushes us, something that keeps us focused. Because if we don't, then we fall into that unhealthy place where we feel like, oh, she thinks she better than me because she doing this. Oh, she thinks she got this because she doing this. No, that's not what that is. Let, let my branding, let my work push you. You know what I mean? Don't let it be a healthy competition for you. I've never in my life tried to compete against anybody else, but I've had people that have false narratives in my life that I, most of the time I just cut them off. I don't say anything about it. They think that, um, if they portray themselves to have more or they, uh, label themselves as having more it puts them in a competitive state against everyone around them and in the end it makes them bitter because no matter how much they try they can't succeed you know and then i think that's fucked up because i personally want everyone around me and this may sound like bullshit it may sound like um fake shit but you guys anybody around me i've never tried to hinder anybody from doing anything. I never tried to hinder anyone from having, if anything, I'm gonna push you and I'm gonna ask you, how can I help you? Especially if I fuck with you. You know, if I don't fuck with you, I ain't gonna deal with you, period. I, I wasn't brought up to be a fake person. And when I notice that people are being fake with me, I kind of move around. You know, even if it's feeding with a long wooden spoon, as my grandma would say, or it's just not fucking with them at all, because it's not in my bloodline to be fake. We are not pretenders. I don't, uh, it's very rare that you find somebody in my family that pretend we're very blunt and we're very outspoken. So we don't really throw shade. We give shade and I, and we get shade. And I noticed that I've been, a, I know that I could be a lot leading in things and I try to avoid conflict. I'm all, I've always been the one that tried to avoid conflict because I know that once I'm pushed over that edge, it's hard to bring me back. So, and I can be nice, nasty. I know, hey, I'm, I know my flaws. I know who I am. And I don't apologize for being who I am. Shit, I'm too old to apologize anyways. However, I take com all competition or all that think they are competition with me as healthy competition because I use that as my push. I watch other podcasts. I read other books. I buy people shirts. I buy people, I go to events and let them sign my book, even if I, they book trash and they, just to show that support. But I have a lot of people that I know that intentionally do things not, and maybe not me, but to not show support because they're scared of that competition. But I want y'all to know people, if you listen to Life Open Boxes with Mania Bree, I'm going to fucking use that name. Understand this, all competition is for your benefit. We ride our own lane. I feel like what's for me is for me. Can't nobody fuck with me in my lane. What's in my path is for me. Can't Only person that can take away what's in my path is me. When I say somebody can jump over here, when they're going to they gonna end up tripping right back to their shit. Because that's just 
how I feel. And that may be cocky or that may be whatever, but that's, hey, to me, I'm a national best-selling author. Uh, to me, I got the number one podcast in the nation. To me, I'm the best mother in the world. I'm the best wife in the world. There's things I know I'm not perfect at. Hey, I know, I look, my cooking skills ain't 100%, but I can cook some shit. My shit be edible. <laughs> so, and I ain't the best driver no more. I think my eyes are are um, leaving me. I don't know what's going on with me, but I couldn't see a far distance today. And it kind of made me nervous because the, I've always had like 2020 vision or what they say, 2020 vision. So I don't know if I'm getting older or what. And there's some other things in my life that I won't make y'all privileged to as of yet um, until we get more acquainted. But there are things in my life that are changing and I have to look at all areas of me to better me. So I know that I can, I can use work in all areas of my life probably, you know? Um, but what's for me is for me and can't nobody fuck with what's for me. And I have always believed that and I will always believe that and nothing will change that. No matter who try to come and hinder it, no matter who try to cross their nuts on it, no matter who try to um, use their competitive spirit for lack of nice of term, well, lack of better term, um, no one can stop my hustle. If it needs to be done, and I need to do it, it's going to get done. Now, I have a huge support system behind me. Um, and I have people that I know if I fall, even though my pride probably wouldn't let me ask for help, that they would more than likely, and I got to work on that doubt thing, but more than likely step in and help me. I have people that try to reassure me every day when I feel like they don't have to, but I embrace it. And I think it's because of the type of person that I am. I uh, try to bring everybody with me. If I'm doing some shit and I didn't figure it out and I didn't made it where we all can get on and figure it out, then I'm bringing us all along. I'm not just going to take it all for myself. Like, um, there are people, when I first started writing, used to inbox me all the time, asking me about, you know, how did I get published, blah, blah, blah. People, I, there's a guy that inboxed me. I don't even know, buddy. Like, I know, I knew nothing about him. He wrote me and sent me some of his work. Like, who the fuck am I? Right? That's how I feel sometimes. Like, I'm just a normal human being that loves to read, that end up writing some good shit. Um, because I know what I like to read and that's what I put out. Anyways, he wrote me in and, you know, he sent me some stuff and I think he sent me the worst of what he wanted to write. I don't know. But then I taught him, or I gave him the game and told him, you know, how to do this, how to do that. And he published his book. And from what he tells me, he's doing well. And I'm very proud of him. Um, for that but it's the way that he went about it after he tried to make it look like um that's a form of uh, it was a form of unhealthy competition because he made it like uh oh he's writing now he's doing this he's doing that you know i need to do this to to get more out and he not in a way to say okay girl let me give you the game but in a way they say you ain't doing it right i'm like Get your life. You feel me? Because I gave you the fucking game. <laughs> I know. That sounds so wrong, but I, I I just feel like stay in your lane. And I read his book. 
and I won't say too much about it. Like I said, I can always use working places. I know, but I know when I put out, I put out quality and I'm not going to put out no bullshit. So with that being said, I just had that on my mind. You know, after my shower session, I bathed and I was like, oh, I'm going to come back in and I'm going to do a podcast. I know I hadn't done one yet this week and I didn't know what I was going to talk about. And then, you know, it hit me. It was like healthy competition. Is there a such thing? So do y'all believe me? How do y'all feel about that title, about that um, topic? Do you think there's a form of healthy competition? If yes, what do you think is a healthy competition? What do you think is a unhealthy form of competition? I'm sure I touched all the points, but everybody has their views. And y'all can hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what y'all think. Life's Open Boxes, L-I-F-E apostrophe S, Open Boxes boxes with the es so hit me up let me know what y'all think let me know how y'all feel about this topic guess i'll go in here and fold some clothes <laughs> at midnight I, I don't sleep because when i sleep i don't sleep maybe on the weekend i get some rest but it doesn't bother me at this point um when i get tired i'll crash but i just want to let y'all know if you still here and i'm now on episode episode five and you're still supporting me and you're still um, listening and you still fucking with me. I just want to let you know that I appreciate you with my whole heart, my whole soul. And I thank you so much for sticking it out with me and for supporting me and for going along with me when half the time I'm just venting. <laughs> and then talk about some real shit. Stuff that I think is real. I haven't really got deep into anything. I was thinking about doing like current events and stuff like that, but I'm not really into politics. And if I start talking about like um, certain things that are going on in the news or certain things that I'm seeing, um, like the helicopters that's been flying over my house for the past three days that my dumbass neighbors keep saying is police activity. No, you dumb fucks. That's military activity. They're doing training like they always do in Texas anyway. Um, <laughs> then, you know, I, I couldn't, t I don't know. There's a lot of things. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. I think that, you know, every little thing is a conspiracy. Sometimes I think that I fucks with Kanye. <laughs> so, so think about how he think. I think about that sometimes too. I'm not as uh, aggressive or, um, how do you put it? I don't, what's a nice way to put it? I'm not as... I'm mm, not as passionate about it as him. I'll say that. I'll use that term. Um, but I do have my theories about certain things. Just like last week, me and my uh, sister, me and my guest on the show were talking about religion. And of course, I got some phone calls like... Oh, well, you know, there's a God. And, and that's not what I was saying. I was not saying that I didn't believe in God. I believe in a higher power. But I don't believe in the Bible, the things that they are saying, because there's a lot of contradiction in there. And then you have people interpreting into the ways that they want. There's a lot of judgment in the church. There's a lot of judgment of, among a lot of people that say, oh, praise God. And then, you know, they go around and pray and then they're judgmental. Then they're um, hypocrites. 
and then they don't love everybody like they should. They have animosities for others. All those things are in that Bible and they're not living in that way, but they love God. So I just, uh, I'm not a religious person. I believe in a higher power. I believe that there's someone up there, but I don't believe, um, especially with all these different religions, you got the Hebrews, you got the Christians. And I was listening to, um, God, something. DD in the morning or something this morning and DC Young Fly was on there talking about how um, Christians are Jews and so are Hebrews. So, you know, Christians always telling him something he was saying. It's just too complicated. I just, I don't want to, I've never been the type of person that tried to fit in. I always stand out on my own. You know, people used to call me weird, you know, or they, they would say, you know, I'm very different from my siblings, which I am in a way I stand out from them because they are all um a little more aggressive than i am they're not i wouldn't say a con and a little bit more confrontational maybe not all not in, in a way where you know they always in fights and shit like that we grown as hell now but they will pop off in a second and it kind of takes me a while because i feel like once that switch is turned with me it's hard to turn it back on i mean turn it back off and then I lose my way. Like I've had instances where I've gotten to fights. And well, uh, anyways, and I black out. And then by the time I come through, it's something drastic happens. You know, the police there, people are, you know, saying things or stuff like that. Or I, I lost a friend because the, they didn't take me off to the point where I had to beat their ass. And it's just, I, don't, I try to avoid that at all costs. Um... I try to stay away from that at all costs. And then now I didn't got older and now I'm like into weapons. I don't even want to fight no more. And I think that's very dangerous because I'm a mother and my kids need their mother here. So I can't be going around thinking about pistol whipping people and shit like that when I, you know, I got to worry about the police. And if they catch me with a pistol, I don't care how nice my house is, what kind of neighborhood I'm in or what kind of education I have. They shoot me down because of the color of my skin. Don't get me started on that again. But um, that's why I try to avoid a lot of conflict. If I can walk away from it and just, um, I won't let my pride get me into situations I can't get out of. So in honor of um, healthy competition and competition period and pushing others and the hustle um, and just staying in your motherfucking lane and realizing that nobody really is your competition, no matter if you're selling the same tissue, uh, somebody gonna buy your fucking tissue. So, <laughs> um, even if it's one person, you have succeeded. If you are pushing one thing and one person buy it, yeah, you might not get rich off of it, but you succeeded to know Y'all have no idea the inboxes and the messages and the things that I get. And I don't share that unless, you know, if I feel like sharing it or I think it's okay to share, I will ask first. But I get shit that makes me feel special. And sometimes I just want to keep it for me because that's fucking for me. But I like to dedicate this show in honor of competition to all the hustlers. And that's with two A's. All the hustlers that getting it out the grind, that's fucking up the competition. All the hustlers that push on the daily when they tired. Whether you pushing on a nine to five, whether you pushing on your own business, whether you pushing weight, which is pretty much your own business. This 
episode is dedicated to you. This is dedicated to you knocking the competition at the motherfucking park and making your hustle work for you. As always, I appreciate your time. I appreciate the love. Don't forget, hit me up. I am back on Facebook. Ha, ha, ha. I had to go back. I, I'm not going back to Instagram, but, you know, my sisters, both of them, and my mom and me, and I decided, you know, I we had some healthy conversations, and I decided at least to go back to Facebook. So we'll see how that go. And I am forever on Twitter. Um, life's open boxes. You can check me out on Spotify, on Anchor. I do have a website, Beakers. Um, I'm sorry, Beacons dot AI forward slash Brandy Nicole B R A N D I E N I K O L E. Go on there, show your support, buy me a book. You know, um, you know, support my brand, help us out. It's time for me to start making some money off this shit. <laughs> and, um. This is not just my hustler, my hustle. This is my brand. This is something that I love and I appreciate y'all's support. So once again, thank you. And I'm going to keep my next book. I'm going to publish under Mina Bree because I fucks with that. I don't know why I love that name so much. I love it so much. But y'all have a wonderful night and I'll holler at y'all later. Hey, have you went over to my website yet? Have you checked me out? Go ahead over to beacon.ai forward slash Brandy Nicole. Get you a book. If you already got all my books, I thank you. I love you. Thank you for the support. Go buy one for a friend. Let them know how good it is because you know it's good. I thank y'all so much. My books are still on Amazon, but Fuck Around and Falling in Love is exclusively only on my website. So I thank you in advance for your support. You have a wonderful day. Check me out. Don't forget, while you listen, if you had a book afterwards, it would feel so much better, I promise.